All right, ladies and gentlemen.、Uh, thanks for tuning in. My name is Tom. Welcome to Tennis of Melbourne Convo, City of Love.、Uh, today I have Lawrence.、Uh, Lawrence, you want to say hello to our 50 million friends. Hey guys,、um, hi Tennis of Melbourne, and, and thanks Tom for having me. Okay, now、um, Adelaide. That's where you're from, or just outside Adelaide?、Uh, so I actually live in Petri Gully.、Um, mm-hmm. It's about 25 minutes、uh, to the city from there. Okay. Okay.、Yeah. Um, any、yeah. time difference? Thirty <laughs>、uh, minutes. You guys are thirty minutes ahead of me, so、oh, okay. it's actually twelve thirty-one here now. Okay. And、um, yeah. just、uh, want to know about Adelaide. Now, over the last could be wrong, but maybe after the last ten years, ten even ten fifteen years now,、uh, South Australia has produced some of the finest tennis players. Why is that? Um, that's a tough question. Um, because because I think like all the other states, we work just as hard as as everyone else. So、mm-hmm. um, it's not as if we're doing anything more special than everyone else. Um, all I can say is maybe um, we were lucky to have a few um, yeah, quite a few good players who um, who were very gifted and um, and made the most out of their tennis and、mm-hmm. and obviously got on to do a lot of big things. Yeah. I mean, I've done my a little homework in terms of the facility. Now, yes, there are you know you know international、uh, level you know for you can play ITF pro tours and stuff. But last time I checked, when I some of the local juniors when they were telling me how、um, there's comparing to Melbourne that there are not many tennis courts and even there's only like you know specific surface you know around、yeah. uh, Adelaide. So do you want to tell us about that? Um, yeah, yeah. So I agree with that.、Um, so when I was in Melbourne, even in some other states like Brisbane, Perth, I noticed that they had a lot more tennis clubs than us, and even just public courts in general.、Um, in South Australia, like for example, we don't have that many public courts. Like、mm-hmm. if you compare it to Melbourne, you see one every five minutes when, just when you're driving. <laughs>、um, over, over here, like it's like a surprise if we even see a, a public court. It, It's not very rare. It's like very rare over here. So、um, we have the main centre, which is at Merle Drive. You know, like Next Generation. Yep. Yeah. So we have the Next Generation,、uh, and they have the、so、hard courts.、Uh, they have the grass courts, a few synthetic courts,、mm-hmm. and then next door to that, you know, is Tennis Australia. So、mm-hmm. that's they're like the National Academy like、mm-hmm. group. That's where they train, like Tennis SA,、mm-hmm. and we have. We have four, four. I think remember four centre courts,、mm-hmm. but they're kind of enclosed now, so they put like a roof on them.、Mm-hmm. So during the winter, like currently now when it's raining, we have one or two courts where we can train inside. And then at the golf course, maybe five minute walk、um, the other way is some clay courts, and we've got like five clay courts there, which have been. Um, I think they just opened up last year, like in April, and that's actually Italian clay. Hold on, wait a minute. Are you saying there's only two indoor courts in Adelaide?、Um, to be exact, like there's maybe three or four, but with the rain coming in from the sides, you only probably have one court that you can use if it's if it's raining. Yeah, so. <laughs> Yeah, so it's, it's, you know, if everyone wants to train on a rainy day, it's going to be a, 
a battle of who, who gets that one court. Oh, well, ladies and gentlemen, Melbourne, all our 50 million listeners, you know, we are very lucky. We are very lucky. So stop complaining about, you know, the facilities. I mean, geez. Okay. All right. So um, let's go back because I remember, you know, you may, I think I'm, I've, I've seen you maybe one or two, twi- or one or twice in, in AMT Platinum. Um, You know, a few Melbourne, years, yeah. yeah, a few years back, and I was the, or I am still the, 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 the sports trainer, and um, I want, I want to, sh- you know, uh, work on my, my, my memory up a little bit. Is that uh, I think it was you were hanging out with Chen Chai, and um, yes, and then I was like, oh, Chen Chai, who's the guy you, 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 you're, you're around? And it's like, oh, Lawrence, you know, from SA, and uh, I remember that time. There's also another guy from SA. I think it's Michael Boot or something like that, and. Um, Yes, yes. Yeah, and then other yeah, just a few a couple of guys from Adelaide. And then um one of the thing I stood out for me is um I'm not sure who said it, but definitely not you, but I think it was Chen Chow, maybe other guys were saying you're the you're the um you're you're the Rafa of Australia. <laughs> I was about to say, I mean that's many people say that. Um but you it's probably just the way I play, the intensity I, I bring to the court. Um But I'm right-handed, so I'm I'm not exactly left-handed. But um, I, yeah, I would say it's, it's probably the game style I bring to the court, the, the intensity. I mm-hmm. think I think that's probably why um, that's the reputation I get. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, yeah. after uh, sort of knowing you when you were, I think when you came to Melbourne at the time I met you, you probably was seventeen, eighteen ish, and um, that's right. looking yep. at you are uh, still grinding, so. Um, deep deep, yep. deep down on the bottom of my heart, I'll say this now, is that I do have a lot of a huge respect for, for the grinders and hustlers out there who are still, you know, chipping away there, um, you know, towards their dream and, you know, making a lot of sacrifices, you know, um, some of the videos and things that you're trying to promote. It's you're, 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 Look, don't take it the wrong way, but I feel like you're one of those uh, players that who would appreciate every moment and... Once you're up there, you you didn't have any, you know, silver spoon or golden spoon handed to you. Of course, and, what, and you were all hard work. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yep. one time, I remember I saw a video, and this is a long time ago. I, I can't remember whether I saw on Facebook. You were you were just doing a recovery, and you were doing splits, and then I think you were along the line the message is saying how you know you just you know um no sh- something like along the line. It's very motivational. It's like you know, there's no shortcuts yep. to, to to the top, and um. What motivates yep. you? What motivates you? Um, first of all, um, I think I love the sport in general. Like since since I started tennis, I, I think I just enjoyed the competing side of things. Like the you know going to battle against just one opponent. Um, I, I really look forward to competing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really enjoy that side of things. Um, I also um, appreciate the sacrifices that that going that go into it as well because because um, I always believe that to, to reach anything in life requires a lot of hard work, sacrifices and like I said, maybe a lot of suffering because along the way there's going to be a lot of down moments so I've always been able to appreciate when things are going hard, I always believe that in the end the good moments will also come out of it. So I think um, I've always had that philosophy. So I think that's why maybe today at 24 I'm still playing, and 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 not many a lot of people are playing in their late 20s nowadays. I think um, a lot of people are maybe stopping early 20s, 
or even before their 20s. So I think it, it's just a philosophy and the way I see the sport, and that's why I'm still playing. All right. So if you're listening now, uh, whether you're watching a match, uh, whether you're working out, whether you're on TV, whether you're reading a book, um, just give this man a standing ovation, please, right now. Uh, thanks. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> this, this is, uh, you know, it's some people like to say a lot of complica- complex stuff. You know, you keep it simple. Um, it's it's literally, I, I feel like every day it's just between you and hard work. This just point A to point B. Nothing in between. Just getting the job done, yeah. Getting yep. the job done. Um, so, you've done this for so long. Um, you never thought about regretting, you never thought about changing another path, you never thought about playing squash, or never thought about playing other things. It was just you, tennis, that. It was, what, what, could, what could possibly distract you? Um, maybe having a girlfriend. <laughs> um, I actually did have a girlfriend for a while, and I must say that I was—I wouldn't say less focused, but obviously, like I had another outlet um, mm-hmm. outside of tennis. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, yeah, maybe maybe off court things with girls, maybe maybe that could be a distraction. But mm-hmm. um, um, I can't think of too many other things. I mean, okay, yeah. Look, the way you sound, I I can tell you this now. The moment. I'll, I'll, okay, I'll put my word out there first, okay? The day that you played at main draw, or even just qualifying AO, um, or even just on the on world stage, I'll make sure I tune myself in, uh, because all the little hard work that you've done, on whether you've gone through Instagram and all that, I just feel like, I don't know why, I, I, th- I think the world g- should give you a chance. All right, and I, I think I think the world needs more people like you who's so positive and really inspiring. And I, and every time I see your post, I'm thinking, all right, doesn't matter how bad my day is. I'm like, this, this guy is just grinding away. I mean, look at look at our opportunities now for for tennis. You know, we got you know yeah. Grand Slam is the closing down all the tournaments. You know, yeah, I saw some UTR going on, but yeah. I don't, who knows what's next going to happen? You know, so. Um, are you still keeping yourself extremely like fit? Do you have the program, or do you go? You know what? Tennis is not happening. I'm just gonna go to my pantry and some snacks. <laughs> um, so actually, um, so I think oh, it was around February, March, and I mm. and I had all my Europe trip all organized. Oh my god! And 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 actually, at the beginning, when I heard that you know the trips are cancelled and and COVID is getting worse, mm-hmm. I was a little bit. I was actually quite down at the beginning. Like for the first week, maybe two weeks, I was training, but like my heart wasn't all there. Like I think I was because you know as tennis players, we we train and we work hard every day for a goal, and that's to compete. And and once that goal was then taken away, I think then I had to then reevaluate what am I training for? I have to find the passion again to train and see the reason to train. So I think I had to then reassess um, and um, maybe take a few days off and, and, and find what it really motivates me now. Wow. <laughs> uh, Lawrence, like, you're like the, literally the perfect model for our junior players. You know, like, <laughs> you should do a Tony Robbins show and just come to Melbourne Set up a talk, you know, and uh, and uh, you're the one of those very few men who walks the talk and just you don't talk much, you just do it, and then you all you have to do is going back to what you did, and that's crazy, man. That's crazy. That's crazy. So 
let's going back to say if you could give yourself one advice when you were juniors, let's say between age of between fourteen to sixteen, what advice would you give yourself? So fourteen, fourteen to sixteen. Yep. Um, um, make every day count because um, because yeah, no, I think those are the ages where you got to make every day count because. Because you're getting towards the end of your juniors, so you wanna um, you wanna start seeing something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you wanna I'd say yeah, make the most out of each day and um, train with purpose. Try to always improve something each and every day, even if it's just even if it's just one thing. Mm. Yeah, not even tennis. It could be physical. It could be mental. Could be could be anything, but improve something. What are you? What, okay. What are you currently improving? Um, so a lot of things. Uh, so d- d- during this break, we've worked on my serve. We're trying to get a bit more pace on the first and second serves. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm not the toilet guy, so mm-hmm. I have to be very accurate with where I hit the serve and and try to um, start off the point in an, in offense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got to hit the serve, and then the first shot after the serve is very key for me. Um, we've been working on just a few patterns because um, since since last year we've had a lot of time to reflect on what are the winning patterns, what are the patterns that maybe are hurting me. Mm-hmm. Um, so just a few different patterns that we strategize in practice that um, we think that will help me when the, when matches resume again. Lawrence, <clears throat> one tip for serving. Uh, sorry. One tip for serving. Uh, serving. Uh, try to get up as much as possible with the legs, and and if you can, try to get a bit inside the court because that will give you momentum going forward, and and that I think it will help you go towards your target. One tip for backhand slice. Uh, oh, uh, keep the wrist firm. Keep the wrist firm. Mm-hmm. One tip yep. for net game in doubles. Um, cover, cover the middle, cover the middle more. Oh, first yeah, time. Yeah, because I think too often you see guys leaving the middle exposed and, um, and that's easy for the guys to just, uh, hunt that side all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, mm. yeah, I'll that one. Yeah, not many people have heard of that one, but, um, <laughs> it's an interesting concept. <laughs> mm-hmm. that's good, that's good. Um, yeah. one tip for tennis parents. Uh, just support the child, but um, don't get too involved. Let the coach and the get the, let the coaches do more of the work rather than you. Mm. One difference between a good coach and a great coach. Uh, a good coach um will teach you all the things you you need to know. Um, a great coach will understand you. And understand your needs, and and be able to then work with your individual individual uh, journey. Wow, <laughs> are you looking for? Okay, I know this is way too far ahead, but do you think you're gonna go down to coaching pathway once you done and dusted? I haven't thought that far ahead, but mm-hmm. I definitely don't. I definitely haven't um discounted that because i mean i think i, I would i would like to help the next generation of players in the, in mm-hmm. the future and um 
you know, be able to give um, all the knowledge that I've learned throughout my tennis life. Um, but then again, you, you don't know if you if after tennis, maybe you're tired of tennis or mm-hmm. you've done it for too long. Um, I guess, yeah, that would be something that, that will be thought about after. But definitely, definitely um, haven't discounted it. Mm. Well, okay. So if I may, you, you obviously know a lot of... Um, tennis players across the country, like Melbourne and Adelaide. Yep. If you can put yep. in one difference between Melbourne tennis versus Adelaide tennis, let's say in, in say, we'll start with junior level, what would it be? Um, junior level in, in terms of Melbourne and South Australia, yeah? Correct. Um, I would say... Melbourne, yeah, like like we were talking about earlier, they we they have more um, public courts, more clubs. It seems like there's maybe more programs. So I think there, there's going to be a lot more players in Melbourne given the opportunity because there's just more programs. I think in place in terms of uh, game style. Yeah. In terms of game style. Ah, uh, game style. Um. Uh, I wouldn't say there's too much of a difference but I think you guys have more anti-car courts am I correct? Yes <laughs> way too many yeah 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 <laughs> yeah. so I think maybe in that aspect you guys um, will be able to have um, more of a baseline game because because mm. maybe there's more players growing up on anti-car or play mm-hmm. so um, I, I think that you guys will have a, an advantage before going to Europe because because a lot more players will be introduced at least to Antica, which is similar to clay. So I think you guys will um, be strong at the baseline. I think we will maybe, um, we'll, I don't know, we'll be able to have, more, we have a lot more grass courts here. So I think we'll be able to have a more a net game or mm-hmm. maybe better in the fourth court. But this isn't talking about me because I, I, I didn't really grow up on those surfaces. But um Mm. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, that's what, that's what I think. Yeah. Right, right, okay. Uh, let's uh, work on some lighter stuff. Um, you may or may not know that um, I like to throw, Tennis of Melbourne like to throw some uh, some sort of light light stuff ar- ar- around tennis. Now, um, please don't surprise me with this, but um, in your tennis <laughs> career, in your tennis career, how many rackets have you say bye-bye to? <laughs> Um, okay, um, I'd say, I would say five or six, I would definitely have to say five or six, um, uh-huh. from memory, yeah. Okay, are they all in juniors yeah. or happened last week? <laughs> yeah, juniors, 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 yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, maybe one happens, actually, well, you could say, you could say 2016, I did break one, but it was not really a break, um, I was playing a match and, um. And I, I went in here to serve, and the racket slipped out of my hand. Mm-hmm. So I thought after the match, I will I will finish it off completely now. So I just thought I did that for a bit of fun. Wait, 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 wait! Did you play a match with a broken racket? No, no, no! I changed. I changed. Oh. I changed. Um, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> I was asking the other guy, um, just the other recently, is that um, in your level, are you able to play a game with broken string? Um, so only, not really, no, but the only thing you can do is when you break a string is to just try to finish the point as quickly as possible because, because you're not going to be able to do anything with it. Oh, okay. 
Fair yeah. Enough. Fair enough. Yeah, okay. so maybe just like a drop shot or try to get to the net. Just try to bluff your way to the point. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Now, um, I want I want all our you know our listeners to to get to know you more. Uh, just on the lighter side of things, and you, it's um, I, one of my favorite questions recently is um, pineapple on pizza. Which side are you? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, yes, I'm up for. I would say yes, yes. <laughs> I, heard, I heard that. I heard that Delhi said no. I think from memory the other day. <laughs> and I said, and I was thinking to myself, you can't say no to to pineapple on a pizza. Ah. I couldn't. <laughs> Do you know that that literally split the entire Melbourne tennis? <laughs> that literally that close to hit fifty fifty on the pole. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna throw it out there. And also, since you travel so much, right? Um, are you are you middle seat, aisle seat, or window seat? Um, for a long flight, um, aisle seat. For a short flight, um, say window seat. Yeah. What's the difference? Um, I like the aisle seat on those long flights because sometimes you got, you know, people next to you who who are maybe sleeping, or you you got to wake them up to go to the bathroom. So mm-hmm. it's just e- easier. And also, I like I like to have a little bit of a walk during a flight just to stretch out the legs. I get really, really, really tight mm-hmm. on those long flights. So I just I just need a bit of air sometimes. Mm. Now, speaking of flights, um, any. Funny stories or memorable stories you want to share with our tennis players or coaches or family? Because once they go pro, they're gonna learn a lot about adjusting and you know financing or even funny moments with the with the yeah. airlines. You want to share a couple? Um, <laughs> some funny ones. Uh, yeah, maybe when I was uh, thirteen or fourteen, I was coming back home from I think it might have been Ipswich. I was playing in Queensland. And um, at that point in time, um, I had a real phobia of flights, like wow. turbulence and stuff. Wow. And on that flight there, it was huge turbulence. Like I've never experienced something that heavy. And I was with my dad, and I think I think I had the window seat at that time. And literally, <laughs> literally, my dad had to like cover my eyes at one point in time. That's something that embarrasses me. Like I'm a 13, 14 year old and, and even then I, I was so scared that day of, of, of the turbulence. Like I've never experienced anything like that before. Mm. I mean, and I was probably 14 at the time. Okay. And how are you dealing yeah. with flights now? Um, surprisingly better. Um, I usually, I usually just listen to music or take my mind off, um, off at all by maybe just watching some TV series or a movie. Just anything to get my head off it, because I think I'm not a fan of turbulence, to be honest. I mean, okay. Yeah, I, I can't stand it at all. Now, Lawrence, I got to say yeah. that um, I, I I used to fly a lot. You know, you know, just you know, um, yep. just going, just just flying in, in general. I don't know about you, but um, do you pay a lot of attention into those safety instruction? You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, I wouldn't say listen to it to the T. I mean, I, I mean, I listen briefly to it, but I'm, I'm not really like listening to everything they say. <laughs> what about you? No, I, I actually, I heard. I like the first time I heard it, I was like, I was probably I don't know, ten, twelve, and I was listening to it, yeah. thinking. Every single time is the same, and then I was like, you know what? I literally can remember what 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 they're gonna do. But somehow, even if you're listening to like online, you know, TV and stuff like that, they just you can't listen to everything else. And even if you listen to no. something else in your own iPod or whatever, they just make sure you turn it loud and everyone can hear it. Um, 
Yeah, so it's uh, it's it's really fascinating that um, sometimes the most important thing we don't hear. So for those who are who are going to travel a lot, I th- look honestly, who knows who's going to travel a lot? You know, in the in the future, but no. And, th- and today's yeah. recording is uh, a- uh, August, all right, late August, twenty twenty. But hopefully, yeah. we, once we get back, you know, we all sort of do all the right things. So I'm not trying to condone, but I'm just saying, like, when you travel a lot, like I used to travel a lot, and then I just realized, oh. Okay, and I just usually I fall asleep or or things like that. So there was a couple of times where I would literally, as soon as I sat down, I buckled up, I slept, I woke up, everyone's gone, and I was freaking out. And the flight attendant goes, "Hi, uh, Mister, um, you, it's it's ready to go." I was like, "Okay, cool." So that's my summer life. I, I nearly oh yeah, I, I, one time. Okay, I'll, I'll share this story with you and see if you got something to to beat me. All right, um, I was uh, let's say. I got to, uh, what do you call it, uh, the boarding gate. I got to the boarding gate an hour and a half bef- earlier. All right, cool. I'm not going to miss the flight. Dom- Dom- domestic or international? Domestic? Uh, international, international. International. I, I was, yeah. uh, I'll tell you. Uh, so basically, I was flying um, to Taiwan. So I was at Hong Kong and to Taiwan. So I think it was probably about an hour, an hour and a half flight. So I got the boarding pass. I don't want to go shopping duty free because I was, you know, sick of it. So I, I, I took a yeah. nap. I took a nap, right? And I set an alarm. And I didn't check my battery health. The battery was like 1%. So <laughs> battery died on me, no alarm, and no one trying to wake me because I was sleeping under the, the chair. So maybe the flight attendant was, you know, couldn't see me. And um, long story short is um, I missed the flight. <laughs> oh, my God. I, you would have been, you would have been um, so scared that day. Luckily, luckily, luckily. <laughs> Um, there were several other flights, but different airline, and um, yeah. I just have to wait for another fifty minutes and pay, you know, extra money to to squeeze on the plane. And um, yeah, that was my horror story it's because I had the business big, huge business meeting the next day, and luckily, you know, oh, I, I, I. But yeah. the thing is, um, my my goal uh, my, or my little thing with with going to traveling is that firstly you got to have your phone charged, you know, obviously you got to. hundred percent, otherwise, yeah. And then, um, if you're going to have rest or uh, sort of entertainment, make sure you have that. And always get there early because the later you get it, it delays everyone. So it's just one of those etiquette. Now, speaking, yeah. of, speaking of that, one of my pet hate on, 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 during the flight is where the person behind me uses his or her knee trying to push the chair towards against my back. That's never, one of the Never a fan of that. Never a fan of that. Oh, um, another one yeah. is... Like don't take the don't don't take the wrong way, guys. But um, I'm not big fan of babies. I can't stand babies. Like probably oh, I don't know, maybe you know, age three or under, and where they cry. Oh man, oh. long term flights. I uh, long flights are just I can't I can't I can't sleep through it. So it's just, it's just a drain, really. It really is just a drain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now moving on to to a few other light light things about you. So. <clears throat> We have uh, many, many singles, uh, single players, should I say? You know, our listeners are singles, okay? What are some of the do's and don'ts on their first date? Not going to go to a fancy restaurant. <laughs> okay. Yeah, just start off start humble, start off humble. Yep. Um... Uh, obviously pay, pay for the date, pay mm-hmm. for the date, um, for the lunch or the dinner, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So do, um, don't try too hard. 
Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I think people sometimes think they have to try too hard and and they come across as uh, maybe needy, I think. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I think that that happens way too often. Mm. Um, what else? Uh, uh, okay, put it this way. I know yeah. I know. earlier on we, we mentioned that, you know, sometimes, you know, having a relationship could be, you know, distraction, but... I'm sure we all need a company at some point in our life, right? Now, yes. if this convo is revisited, that you come back and, and listen, you know, after five, ten years. Now, what would be your ideal partner? All right, I've done this with Delhi. All right, what would be your ideal <laughs> partner? All right, I'll start with okay. I'll start with height. Does she has to be taller than you or shorter than you? I prefer shorter. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, speaks. Different languages or different backgrounds? Um, not too fast. It okay. Is another nationality. Nah. Love has to love tennis. Nah, doesn't have to. Nah. Okay. Okay. Um, as sporty, just just sporty in general. Love being fit. Um, I probably yeah, keeping fit. Uh, probably is yeah one thing I'd I'd look for. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely someone who likes to keep themselves quite fit. Okay. Yeah. Um. Blonde or brunette? <laughs> oh, that's a tough one. Uh, brunette. 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 That's a tough one. <laughs> brunette. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um. Surely, I was saying to Delhi. Surely, if someone who you love and you know, blonde, it's it's actually okay. All right. Um. What else? What else? What else? Um. Yeah. I think I, I think I'll just keep it like that because in the future I'll be like, let's say your partner because, well, I'm not blonde. Oh, I'm not brunette. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be so awkward. <laughs> you, look, you look back on this moment, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Now, Tennis of Melbourne is about appreciation. So, here's your time. Now, appreciation including um, your, your your sponsors, your your people who you're helping out all these years. You know, you can drop a few names if you want. Give them a big shout out. So, our listeners can actually appreciate and even support, you know, your, your tennis journey. So, so Lawrence, um, here's your time. Take it away. Um, I would just like to say thank you to everyone that was listening today and, and I hope that um, you know you, you guys get to see another insight into to another player's life because you know, every, everybody's situation you know is quite different. So um, I think you know it's good to listen to everybody's story and, and you take a, you know, a page out of everybody's book. I think everybody has a story to tell. So uh, I really hope that um, everything that I said, you know like, would be everyone enjoyed hearing it today. Okay, right. And uh, how about your people who you um, uh, who's supporting you in your tennis journey, like um, your, yeah, your family, uh, family, friends, uh, mm-hmm. coaches. Um, I look, yeah, co- coaches in Europe, coaches here. Wow. Uh, obviously, my parents who like who are doing so much for me. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, obviously, they deserve a big mm-hmm. shout out. Um, and um, just everybody who's you know involved in my journey. I mean, yeah, without them, it's impossible. Mm, okay. Now, Lawrence, yeah. um, by looking at your surname, um, can you speak another language? Um, a little bit of Spanish and a little bit of Italian. Um, oh, not not fluent, not fluent. Okay. So, were you born learning it, or just because tennis you you learn because you have to be in Europe and all that? Uh, so my family—I was born here, but um, my family, like my grandparents, they were from um, Italy. Mm-hmm. So um, they obviously speak Italian, and, and obviously my parents then learned through them. 
Mm-hmm. So at home, they always, you know, sometimes had discussions in Italian. Mm-hmm. And so I sort of like listened. Um, I spoke a little bit, but I was never really like, like a hundred percent into it. Like I would always go back to talking English. I'm a little bit lazy in that aspect. Um, but my ex-girlfriend was Spanish. So mm-hmm. through her, I was starting to learn Spanish. Mm-hmm. But oh. I'm still continuing to learn Spanish because after COVID, um, I, I have a base in Spain where when I'm in Europe, I do a lot of training. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll be speaking with the Spanish people and it'd be good if I can talk to them in, in Spanish. Okay. What's yeah. the what's the chance for our listeners, uh, our Spanish listeners here in Melbourne, uh, to hear your Espanol dialogue? So, <laughs> hola, hola, hola. Okay, all right. So, um, can, <laughs> okay. So, um, can you briefly tell our Spanish listeners what is it like during a, a day of pro tennis player? And you can describe starting from breakfast, what time you wake up. And just briefly, in about 20 to 30 seconds, all in Espanol. Uh, yo hablo un poco español, uh, no está bien. Pero mi día está muy duro. Uh, yo he entrenado tres, tres botas en el día. Um, con mi entrenando, con mis amigos, uh, con mi padre. Um, yo, mi, mi día está muy duro, pero... Me gusta mi vida. Uh, yeah, that's that's as much as I can as okay. much as I can give them. All right. Um. Uh. For yeah. our English listeners, uh, what did you say the last twenty seconds? <laughs> <laughs> so I was saying, yeah, my days are very hard. I, I usually have uh, three three trainings a day. Um. So with my coach, mm-hmm. uh, some with my friends, the, my colleagues, and sometimes I do some trainings with my dad as well. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, um, Lawrence, um, I, 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 I would say this is our first time we actually have a combo. I've seen you. Well, if I have to, if oh, well, first time I saw you, or first and last time I saw you was in AMT Platinum. I think it was probably so. It's about probably about seven years ago, if I if I remember correctly. I remember you did uh, see some treatment on me. I think I might have had a small. Um maybe injury or something that week. And I remember before my semifinals, I actually came to you and um, spoke to you. And, I, and I, I remember you helped me out a lot. And I, honestly, I don't think I could have played that day without your help. Because, oh! Uh, I had a very big week. So, <laughs> and I, a big shout out to you. I mean, you did a great job. So. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So if you ever... For those... Uh, oh, wow. People remember that? I Oh, my yeah. gosh. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I cannot... <laughs> I cannot close my mouth. My jaw hurts. Oh, jeez. Thank you so much. I appreciate. It. I, I mean, it. yeah, yeah. It's it's been a long it's been a long journey. I gotta say. Um, I've done. You know, I like sometimes I know people more. I I know more about injuries than I know more about people. And I was like, "What's your name again?" But I remember I did your elbow. You know, like this is uh, one of those things. But um, um, I I've wrote down in my notes that I want to um. I want to give you a little gift, all right? I haven't done this to to others um, similar to this, but um, I, as halfway through our convo, I feel like you need a bit of attention. So, um, on CastBox, uh, listeners, we are closing to 20,000 times played since March. So, I've done one every single day. Uh, I've done one, I've 
the one today just released was Daniel Nichols. Um, I think yours will be out. Will be sometime next week or even week after because I have a lot of players uh, out um, yeah. in line. So uh, today is twenty first of August, twenty twenty. Um, as of today, I will have you uh, Instagram link on my bio, and it will. I'll give you in space. It says inspired by Lawrence Battalion, and I will leave it for up to a week. And uh, it's just something I I can do for for you for players like you who who motivate and inspire others, and then uh, hopefully. Um, I just hope that young players or next generation, you know, in Melbourne or even across Australia can um, can do the same thing like you do for tennis. I appreciate that a lot, Tom. Um, <laughs> yeah, and uh, I hope, um, yeah, I hope everyone enjoys what mm. I had to say. And, um, you know, obviously I'll be following everybody else that, um, mm-hmm. that you're talking with. Uh, I always like to follow the tennis world and mm-hmm. always like to hear what everyone has to say. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's good. Okay, so I will I will leave your leave your um, that space and although although um, some people like thinking oh you know like right now we're only eight hundred followers but I can tell you I the last probably four or five months I have never felt so much loved by um, the community the way that it has come to like there's, there's so much engagement traffic and. Um, every time I post something out, and you know, I always go these DMs about the feedback and how I can get better. You know, I was never born to be a, I guess you know, a podcast or whatever you like to call it. But I just love people in this family. So, um, and now I got to a point where I think today was 134 so uh, episodes. So, and and I want to keep doing it. And people like yourself, you know, just grinding along, just it, it motivates me. I feel like I'm not alone as as a grinder, and I'm not alone as someone who's you know who don't really who may who may not expect too much in the future, but just making sure today you've done it right, you do all the right things, and tomorrow will be better and better. So, I personally, and also behalf of Tennis Melbourne, I wanted to thank you, and I will make sure I have the link for for um, on on the on the bio um, as long as you know you 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 keep doing your work. So. So Lawrence, I want to thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I mean, I, you're obviously doing a good job. I mean, it's, it's, uh, that many people are also viewing um, mm-hmm. these episodes. I mean, I obviously really enjoy the passion that you bring, you know, mm-hmm. to the conversations. And yeah. I think um, everyone must um, look forward to them. Okay. Well, Lawrence, um, yeah. if there's anything I can help in down the track, whether to share your 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 work or your sponsors or even your videos or even some of your drills that you do, that is. Uh, I probably can't do it, but I'm sure a lot of our listeners can. can. Um, I, I would make sure to to follow and and allowing your inspiration to you know on on different platforms. Awesome, yeah. uh, sounds good. Okay, how, how, does, how do you say goodbye in in Spanish? How do you say goodbye in Spanish? Uh, adios. 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 That's right. Adios. All right. Adios, mi amigo. That means uh, goodbye, my friend. Uh, adios, amigo. <laughs> <laughs> there you are. You're getting a grasp of it. All right. Thank you very much, right. Lawrence. And thank you guys for listening. All right. And bye bye. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> See ya. Bye. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for listening. Um, uh, still, thanks you again. Um, I- I'm very inspired. Uh, I got some goosebumps. Um, yeah, so special shout out to you guys for for for, for listening and, and sticking around in on Spotify and Castbox. Um, I am truly, truly amazed and, and appreciated of what you guys, um, you know, sharing and listening, and also some of the things I don't even know. That's sort of like, well, um, 
just uh, the numbers has, has gone up um, exponentially. So uh, shout out to you guys, uh, for all the Melbourne listeners. Um, stay safe, stay strong, and let's hope we can um, get back in business as soon as possible. Peace out.